table. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, Radio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. Say so. 404 8770 is the number to call in. Once again, 404-603-8770. You need a toll-free number. 888-926-7562. We're also live on Periscope as well as Facebook with your thoughts, comments, questions about today's topics concerning NASCAR. MLB got about a week left. See if y'all can catch up on the uh, on the some of the the songs for the day. If you can make correlations to what's going on, we got <laughs> WNBA playoffs. We Somebody got... mad. <laughs> Somebody big mad. We got some bad news out of the big three too. Yeah, some very mm-hmm. disappointing news. Tragic. Very tragic. Still unanswered about a lot of questions uh, going on. And uh, college football and pro football NFL to discuss. Week three and week go four. Week dog. Week, week uh, four. We'll go oh, you're not going to like me what I got to say about the dogs, but go week, week four college football, week three of the NFL. Actually, you got before we even get to this, let's go ahead and get these predictions out right now before we get caught up in everything. I don't and, want of no, course, we got prep sports at the top of the hour. I don't want no scores to be going on. To, <laughs> to, uh, well, you uh, so for those who don't know, I'm a Bears fan. He's a Redskins fan. So tonight is all coming down to bragging rights. One night football by one of us. One of us for sure ain't going nowhere later on in the season. But <laughs> one of us may not be going nowhere this season if they lose. So, <laughs> so you know I'm riding with the Bears tonight. All day, you know I'm riding Got with the Redskins. To. What's the score, um, baby? What's the score? <sighs> I, I, mm-hmm. my, my Bears. We have not had a quarterback ever. Not even not even though we won, not McMahon. No, McMahon wasn't like. No, no, we won in spite of. Mc, you saw the defense; Mc, it's Mc, considered the best of all time. McMahon wasn't like Brett Favre esque. No, before Brett Favre was manager for, for like a year and a half, a manager. season and a half. He, I'm messing with he you. He had <laughs> he had one of all time greatest running backs. Period. Oh yeah, and, yeah. and Walter Payton, but I mean, we've always had a quarterback that was average. At he was okay. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I, yeah. And that's why I went to go get this Joker. I know, and we still kicking ourselves, but that, but we appreciate Oakland Raiders giving us one of g- generational uh, defensive players of all of this decade. But that's the question of the night, though. But too tonight, much, too much reminiscing. <laughs> 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 right now, think long, think wrong. <laughs> we have an ability not to score too much. Uh twenty to thirteen. So repeat it last night. 
2013. Repeated yep. the Rams Browns yeah. game. Close game, real close game. Um, I'm gonna go with you in points. Like I said, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on your team not being able to score. The first two weeks have shown that they, y'all the the floor is a ceiling, <laughs> right? When it comes to Trubisky, <laughs> um, and so, uh, but that's not saying much for Keenum, uh, Case Keenum, Case Keenum. You know right. what I mean? So, um, but it's at home. We have shown the ability to um, <laughs> score 20, 20 points. <laughs> but we have shown the ability the first two weeks to at least get the ball in the end zone. And for who? And so, uh, and so for that, I'm going. Yeah, we're scoring 20 points because I see a pick six. I'm going Defense to, is going to score a touchdown. I'm going 21. Got to. <laughs> I'm going 21 17. Mm-hmm. Redskins at home. Okay. And I feel one of them seven points, you probably will get a pick six. <laughs> we're going to need one. <laughs> And but we need a fumble you need, you and need, set us up. You, yeah, you two. need you need two turnovers, and I feel y'all will probably get one, but you won't get two. <laughs> <laughs> and so twenty one seventeen Redskins in a um you know in a half hearted Monday night football game. So it'll be much like last night's game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You you Just, were, you were hoping for something to start happening, but it and never then, did. And never, yeah, yeah, it kept your attention just long enough, right? You know, to watch the whole thing, but. Nothing ever ever got loose. For, and I, actually, to be honest with you, that's because it was really two good, two good defensive, defensive players right. playing last night. Um, and that's what I got to bank on tonight is Bears defense shows up. They don't have to be 85 great, but they need to at least be 2004 great. Well, I, I'll keep you on the game. Yeah. But y'all have been known, you know, when you – well. And we'll get see. the ball to Montgomery. 21-17. Nagy, come on. Please feed him. 21-17. I mean, well, but I do need Cohen to at least get – Mm, 80 yards so I can seal up my victory. Right, so I can seal up my victory tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but I had a Bears defense too. I'm up uh, 28 points and the other person has a running back. I'm up 30 Um, points and I don't need, what's your your wide receiver? Um, Gabriel? Yeah. And who I'm playing? And he got got Trubisky. So I I ain't worried about either one of those. I need a big game. I ain't worried about either one of those. A big game for for Trubisky in fantasy is 15 points, so I'm good. (laughs) Hey, go get that 30-piece tonight. (laughs) I'm good. Um, Let's go back to NASCAR for a second. Yes, sir. Playoffs have uh, arrived, and there's only one clear-cut winner. That's Mr. Back-to-Back, Mr. Martin Truex Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, won the first race in Vegas, Vegas then won in Richmond. Mm-hmm. And this coming weekend, they'll be in Charlotte. Can he go 3-0? and No. Because he's not going to try to? Not, he don't have to. He don't have to. <laughs> he don't have to. And a question for those who know. Does him winning twice, does that carry over? Not, nope. Not to this next round, but to the following round? Reset. Okay, so everything resets at each round. I just want to make sure that's what I thought, but anybody who was having – any questions? So to my to that point, he don't need to. Um, he needs to race well. Obviously, you want to keep that groove going, and you don't want to wreck. You don't want to mess up, mess up your good car. But right, you know. But you, you don't. You don't. If these wins, this next win does nothing for you. Absolutely it really nothing. does. No, so, you know. I mean, if he just if he just that good and he hot, then oh well, oh well. But um, and even uh, getting spent out by my cousin Stenhouse Junior with about. What was it, about eighty laps to go? Got spun out. Uh, that brought out a caution, so he went from the leader to third, which is not a big jump, no, which yeah. allowed him, of course, to go on and win. And get back in. So I, I, um, I feel this next race for him is to let let these guys who are desperate for a win and points. 
Because now even Harvick and Kyle Busch, they got points because they finished one, two, three, back-to-back weeks, one, two, three. So, they, you know, those three drivers are pretty much set, obviously, with Truex with wins, but Harvick and Busch with points. There you so <clears throat> those three guys are just driving to maintain rhythm, don't mess up their main car if they even use right. their main car, um, and let everybody else fight for whatever scraps. they scrap, you know, <laughs> to get to get to the next round. So I, I don't see him winning winning now. That could be it could wind up. You get guys ahead of you fighting and they have that big wreck and, and then, then you, you wind end up, up winning, right? You, and wind up winning and, and But maybe, I agree. You don't you're not racing to win yeah, this yeah. week. You're just racing to stay competitive. And knock some kinks out and do whatever, you know, whatever it is that you've seen if they go back and kind of Review the race that right. they just raced and what they need to do. You need to get faster in the pit on certain yeah, areas. They may work on that stuff, but they're not going to be. His emphasis to win, win, no, no, no. But if he happens to win, I think that'll be unprecedented. I, thought, I don't I, think everybody. I thought, I thought since two in a row. I thought two in a row was un, in the playoffs was un, unprecedented already. I know Smoke did it, uh, Tony Stewart. Okay, because um, in two thousand, who was his last? He won, he has three championships, and it was his last one. I think it was 2011, and that's when he won back-to-back races, and then he also won two more playoff races okay. Okay. later on in the, okay. in the thing and went on to win it all. And it was who one, Matt Kenseth? Matt Kenseth just won. Okay. Well, the, well, but, I mean, the, again, we're only talking about maybe hand, two or three. three. Not even a handful of people. Right. Yeah, and to come out, like I said, to come out the first two weeks and win the first two weeks. You set a statement. You set the tone. But it's been the same five guys all <laughs> season long, though. It's been the same five guys. The top five, the top the top four for sure has not changed. Truex, um, Harvick, Bush, Bush, Kyle. Kyle, yeah. Because Curtin's going to be gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, He'll be gone after tomorrow. I mean, on um, this weekend. But, you know, just to say, hey, at the end of the day, you to, you, like, to your point, you let everybody know, I'm here to win this whole thing. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to handle my business early and often. <laughs> And then, so you put the pressure on everybody else because I think they say Eric Jones has to win. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys who have to win or have to but play he, top five. I think he's uh, at the bottom of the 16, so okay. he has to win because there's no way he can finish top five and then hope that other people, people finish. Yeah. He's he's basically winning, get in. Now, the other people who are between uh, seven, six, seven, eight, you know, nine, they can position themselves with a good top five and hope other people mess yeah. up. Yeah, but, but, no, Eric is like one he has to get. I think uh, Ryan Newman is also one of those one. pretty much that you win and you're in. Otherwise, more than likely you're going to be out. Because currently right now, if they were to start without racing this weekend, you got Truex, Harvard, Bush, as we mentioned, got Keselowski, Hamlin, Logano, Elliott, Larson, Newman, Blaney, Amarillo, and Byron. Yeah. So to your point, as far as those who have to – Win or have top top ten, top five finishes: Newman, Blaney, Amarello, William Byron, mm-hmm. Bowman, and Clip Boy. Who's your dark horse? None of them. All of them are dark horse because you got a man that's won two in a row, and the other two guys <laughs> have been top three. Like literally, everybody's a dark. Everybody's a dark horse. Of the names I, so, I just mentioned. So out of the bottom four, the first four out: Bowman, Boyer, Kurt Busch, and Eric Jones. Does any of them get in? No. Nope. Dang, you're I, cruel, bro. No, I'm just, cause I'm just, I'm just basing it by how the season's been. Oh, oh, you know, no one has made a major move at any point this season. It's been the same top five guys winning the races. It's been the same guys at the bottom. 
And then, you know, regardless of points, if you got to win, these guys haven't done anything all season long to say, you know what, I can make that jump. So I feel it's going to be just the law of attrition. <laughs> and it's going to cycle out. And you're going to be left with the last four guys, which has been the same four guys all season, when we get down to Talladega. I mean, no, not Talladega, down to um, Homestead, Homestead in Miami. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with, if I had to pick one person that gets in out of the bottom four who could possibly get in, I'll say Clint Boyer. Okay, that's fine. That's it. And you won't be there next round, but that's fine. <laughs> you never know. You win and you get in. Yeah, I mean, you never I mean, it resets and anything can happen at that point. You are correct, but I ain't seen. Because we didn't, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's even amazing once again that Truex won this after almost, well, he got spun out yeah. and didn't hit the wall, thankfully. But imagine if, you know, I guess, that I was guess the, the case. Only, the only guy you want, I, I would say that would be my dark horse that's going to keep on lingering around each round is going to be Chase Elliott. And then you're going to wind up having a winner. Well, Chase is, you're what, have, seventh? Yeah, but you're going to have a winner-take-all on that last race and then, you know, anybody had a chance. But if you're going to hold my – but none of these four, f- these one, two, three, five guys, none of them, they're going to cycle their way right on out. <laughs> and your boy Eric Jones, what he, he had a top five finish. He was, what, going to be fourth if it wasn't for his car mm-hmm. getting disqualified. So, again, that can play a part in any of this – Changing places. So, who you got winning this weekend? Harvick. Harvick. Okay. I'll go. And I, and, I, and I say that even though I just said they're not going to have – Harvick may not have the incentive to. But I think Harvick and Kyle Busch, even though they're going to – I feel it's going to be a wreck in front of them. And you're going to have one of, these three, one of these three guys who was just racing to – wind up winning because it's going to be a big rep because you're going to have four or five guys really pressing the issue and they're going to, you know, knock themselves out. I'm going to go Chase Elliott. And that's and that's why I say I feel Harvick or Kyle Busch, but I'm going to go Harvick. Because then I got I, – Harvick needs to win one to kind of keep pace mentally with Truix. If I, and I have him pick to win it all. So. Okay. I'm going to go tr- um, hometown, Chase Elliott. Okay. I think he'll go ahead and take care of business and make sure that he's uh, and more than likely, unless again, if he wrecks, he'll be in there. Yeah. He has race horrible or get disqualified and move all the way down to last place. But I, Don't I got Chase Elliott in there, right? Don't see that happen. That winner, correct? Let's go baseball. So it's almost set as far as division winners. Um, Ooh, Chicago about to have a bad weekend. <laughs> we about to have a bad weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the Braves are in. Congratulations to them. 96-61, sitting atop the NL East. Got a little bit to play for still. Can they get to 100 wins? Can they get to 100 wins? Can they catch the um, Dodgers over the next eight games, roughly, would Mm -hmm. be something to see. I I think the Dodgers – I don't – here's why I don't think they'll catch the Dodgers, because the Dodgers are two back of – the Houston Nationals for best record in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. So the Dodgers still have something to play something for. To play for. They can't that, really take their foot off you, the game. Knowing if you get to the uh, World Series, then you that, got home field. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was about to give the Braves a chance, but I think the Dodgers will continue to play. And I think the Braves are going to – I don't want to see them do this, but I think they will. I think they will take their foot off the proverbial gas and try to play for rest and set their rotation. I think that's what they might wind up doing, <clears throat> which, to your point – you know, they'll lose the next two or three games. They won't lose. The they won't lose the series, series, you don't think. Yeah, but no, no, but, you know, you know they, 
they won't. I won't say they won't have a winning record going into the playoffs, but they might play five hundred ball. Which is all they need to because do at this not, point. Because they're not pressed. You know what I mean? So, But it will be interesting if they can get four more wins to get to, to 100. To 100. And congratulations once again going back-to-back as NL East champions. Mm-hmm. How much credit are you giving Snicker? Or 95%. 95%? Mm-hmm. I got to go with majority. I can go with 95%. Like he, to me, he's supposed to be the uh, – Back-to-back manager of the year? Yeah. Everybody, including you, <laughs> have Philly winning. I did. Had I had the Braves as a wild card. Yeah, yeah, but it, you know they didn't. Not a lot of people had them winning their division again, especially with the moves that Philly made. Right. Um, and then to hold off late season surges by the Nationals, the Nationals and the Nets for and one the Mets, part. You know, yeah. and you know, they won those series. Yeah. And then the Dodgers came in here late in the season. They won that. They series. took two out of three on that. You one. know, so you 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 just look at what was perceived to be how the season was supposed to end for the Braves and who was supposed to be NL East winners and how everything was supposed to, by the experts, and, and for them to have a top four record in all of baseball, he's back-to-back. He's back-to-back. I got to give him credit. And speaking of the rotation, two pitchers that have emerged is Freed and Soroku. Mm-hmm. Uh, with 17-6 and 13-4, and yeah. uh, respectively. Uh, so an uh, excellent job of pitching. To because me, it should be a sweep once they they start doing the awards. Acuna should probably be MVP. Snitch, I, I can see that. Skidaker should be uh, Snicker. should be NL Skipper back to back. Right. Um, Sion, you gonna go with um, Soroka? No. Um, it'll, now, the Dodgers will have the best record, so you got to go with one of their pitchers as far as Sion. So you know. The, mm. I, I guess so. Because a lot of people, and, and the, on paper, the Dodgers had a good team, but a lot of people were picking the Diamondbacks or the uh, Rockies, who both had great seasons last year. To kind of make, to, to, to give them a to push. To get over the hump. To give them a push, you right. know what I mean? To, you know, but I think majority, I had the Dodgers winning. The Dodgers going to win. The Dodgers are what the Patriots are in the AFC East. Till somebody else come in and do it, write their name in, and call it a day. <laughs> 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 So 156 leading the NL West, the Diamondbacks 80 and 76. Um, of course, 20 games out, and yeah. that's it. But looking at the NL Central now, Cardinals 89 67. They're so three they, games up on the Brewers, who are 86 and 70. Mm-hmm. My Cubs 82 and 74. Well, I've done. I got swept this weekend. Yeah, we got swept this weekend by the Cardinals, and I, I want Craig Kimball, the closer, to get the same vitriol that Bartman got because he single-handedly cost the Cubs that series. Five games going back, they lost by one run. In that series with the Cardinals where they got swept in those four games, he had the lead going into the ninth twice, and he gave it up. Of course, Darvish did the exact same thing uh, last night, and we've lost six straight. We went from literally last week being atop the Central to now basically being out of the playoffs. I mean, it would take a, a miracle for us to – we got to go 7-0, and basically. But you got to let other teams got to lose ahead of you. Right, which I honestly don't see happening at no, this point. No, you're done. It's over. If this was a fantasy, you know how that it'd be like 99% chance to win and got that 1%. You on that one percent? You on the one percent? <laughs> you right. ain't. You're not done. It ain't hundred percent, but yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's yeah. the one percent. 
And it's because Kimbrough. I mean, it's and the bullpen has been atrocious. So do you, especially in this series. So do you go one more year with Madden? Well, his contract is coming up and, and there's no talks renewing it. He's a great manager. I'm not sure if he has the ear of the team anymore. Now, I I'm not taking anything away from him, but I think it is time maybe for him to move on. Because it's either one or two things. You bring in a new skipper with the pieces that you have, or you do a, a, almost a fire sale. I just about to say, do you do a, do you do a, a overhaul? A, a overhaul? It's too many good pieces to do a complete overhaul. Okay. So ma- minor adjustments, but it all depends on who's the new manager coming in. You go get the manager that the uh, Red Sox just let, let go because he got uh, ties to your front office. You could. And then you know, make one more play. One more run. One more run. One more run with the pieces, the, with the pieces that you have, yeah. right? Okay. I mean, because I mean, the pieces are there. Just throwing, I'm just throwing ideas out there for you, Cuff fans. You know what I mean? <laughs> but have, I mean, let's be honest. I might have a bad weekend start after the night, depending <laughs> on what the Bears do. <laughs> but let's be honest. Not since 1908 have the Cubs been this relevant as far as you're picking them before the season starts to make the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, the, the residue. Maybe since Bartman, the, I take that back. Maybe the, since those times, since Ryan Sandberg and Lee Smith. The residue you know. of winning the champion. The residue <laughs> of winning the world. The, the residue of winning any championship should last, in my opinion, three to five years, depending on the organization. Right. I.e., you're talking about you got uh, Yost in Kansas City going to retire after the season. After the end of the season. But ain't right. nobody was. You didn't hear KC fans really screaming about this year, the last two years kind of being at the bottom because they still. Drunk off winning the World Series three years ago, you know, or maybe four years, ago. four years ago. But they went back. They went back to back. They, back to back. they, they lost to the Giants and, and then they came an back incredible and won. performance. You know what I mean? They could have yeah. won two in a row, you, you know? right? But um, so that you know that residue of being there and being good for all those years of being bad. And he brought a historic franchise back. back. So you know you. I'm not. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying I, I I don't see I honestly don't hear Chicago Cub fans. Scream at the top of their voices because, you know, it's been 125 years before you won anything. And so winning that one three years ago, two, three, right. three years ago, that residue is still it, it's, it's, it's still, still good. It's, it's still good. So And the fact, again, and, going and, into the year, you're considered yeah. one of the teams to win the Central instead of being like, oh, here comes another yeah, season again. Yeah, yeah. So now the expectations are different, which is all you can ask for a manager. Once again, like you said, you won a title. Now the expectation is we should be a playoff team, mm-hmm. which we've been. Yeah. And, you know, barring any miracle, it, it could possibly happen again, although I don't see it. I go one more year with, with um, they ain't, there's not too many skippers out there, unless there's somebody in-house that, you know, no one's talking about that you can bring in. I, I roll one more year with Madden, you know. But to your point, most times you're going to wind up talking for a multi-year extension with a skipper. Yeah. But Chicago, big, big media market, I got the money. Even if you yeah. sign a three-year, but the intention is to go only one year, and if you're not good, then you move on. But I, I personally would, would um, would you would, give would, Madden one year? One, yeah, or you give him a one-year extension. Let's talk and put the pressure on him. And that depends on where his mindset is yeah, too. Yeah. At the end of the year, yeah. um, speaking of managers, the Padres fired uh, Andy Green, which it didn't make sense because you only got. At the time, I want to say not eight, nine games left for them. Why fire a manager when it's only a few more games left? One week, to be exact. 
Seven days. <laughs> um, Why? You could have fired him a month ago and figured out what you had if you were, was going to fire him. But, you know, bad bad organizations make dumb decisions like that. Now, that's a job, I think, if you're a manager, you probably want. Yeah, I mean, you got people like Machado. you got yeah. a pretty decent infield, young, young team. The NL West, the juggernaut is the Dodgers. But you can still get a wild card. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, but do you feel like you have enough talent there to uh, – I think it's enough talent there. Of course, everybody's throwing around uh, Boshi, the Giants yeah. uh, manager, possibly going there because he lives there. Yeah. He lives in San Diego. Okay. Coached there before. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, I think his time is up with the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Because what was it? He won in. He won every other year every, from like 10, from 12, like 14. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he won in 2010, <laughs> 2012, yeah. 2014. Mm-hmm. Three titles, but. You know, again, that depends on how he feels at the end of the day. If yeah. he's like, you know, some what? of these guys, man, this money, this money 20, going up, this money going up into the box, years, this money going up into the box. Let me let me still come to the game today, but let me commentate. Right, and I have the pressure. Let me get, um, a, yeah, let me get a ESPN check and talk about y'all for, for a year or two. <laughs> <laughs> and cover the same game. Come to same Me and Mark Jackson. I, and I'm still, I'm still got, you know, I'm still attached to the game. I'm not removed from it. Totally, right. And I, you know, I, like I said, I get I get a year, a year or two of exhaling, and then maybe I go. Then I can pick where I want to go, where I really want to go. Where you really want to go? I I can make the decisions on where where I want to go. He, I mean, he might stay in the L.A. Or who knows? He might wind up <clears throat> um, in the uh, American League because I don't think that Anaheim is going to keep they skipper too much longer. Not with a generational player like well, the Padre, uh, yeah. I'm just saying you're going to have a lot of movement on the West Coast. The Giants, maybe. Padres. Do you see the Los Angeles and Anaheim keeping their skipper with, skip with a bro. generational guy like Trout, Trout. that can't, can't smell September? Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of movement is going to happen to me in the next year or two when it comes to some of these big market teams. Right. These are all big market teams, San Diego, Giants, the, the Angels. Because it's, it's the L.A. area. Yeah, yeah. I got to give credit to the Brewers, though. I didn't see them after um, their MVP candidate, Yelts, went down what, well, probably about a month ago. About, about a month now. About three weeks for sure. About three weeks. But they, but they got a guy. They got a guy that's already been an MVP before. So he's, he's stepping up. 86 and 70. And once again, um, they would be the other team in the yeah. wild card right if now. I, if I'm the Braves, I read, under, you're the Braves. You'd rather, rather see the Cardinals or the Brewers. But they're going to have to play the Cardinals because the Dodgers are going to take the winner of the wild card game. Okay. 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 Oh, so you're saying if the Brewers win the Central. Win the Central, yeah. And there's still the, a uh, chance. And the, well, correct, because they're three games back. So there's still a chance they can win the Central. Yeah, I want to play the Brewers. More, but yeah, more I the hope the Cardinals lose and they fall out and drop down to the wild card and if have you, to if, play if, the Dodgers. If you're the Braves, you'd rather see the Brewers. Much rather see the Brewers, yes. Um. Yeah, right now Cardinals kind of hot. They're hot. <laughs> I want to say they have the best yeah, record yeah. Uh, since All Star break. Probably, yeah, they, they, because they, they were near the bottom. Yeah, Remember yeah. when we talking about how uh, how much uh, a week makes? The last what was it? Two weeks? About two weeks ago, the Reds were in first place, yeah. maybe two and a half. So the Cardinals have taken over the top spot. Yeah, I rather I rather I rather see the I rather see the Brewers right now. Either way, no, either way. I mean, I'd rather see the Brewers. I believe the Braves probably match up better against the Brewers and the Cardinals. But I, to your point, if the Cardinals wind up winning the Central, 
then they would be on a hot streak going into right. the divisional round. And that's any, not what you want. You don't want a team that's hot coming yeah, in. But I, I would, I guess, I would say the Brewers would be hot too, though. They come back from three games back, so it's, it's pick your poison. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, the Cardinals are acting like Tony Larusa still there. The way they play, and, right and that's the other. Not really. Who's who's the manager? And that's the other thing about St. Louis, though. <laughs> they got like they got pedigree. You know, you know, they just got they they can walk they can walk into their locker room and see see not not so far in the past that we we've been down this road for a while before. You know, so um, you know they say you know the the, the ghost of baseball be, <laughs> being them being them pine woods and whatnot. So I'd rather see the Brewers who know nothing about postseason for the most part. Yeah. And they don't have their best player. So how long can they go can without, without, without their best player? That's why. Their best player. That's why I'd rather see the Brewers. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll discuss more of the AL uh, divisions and playoff predictions. Astros. 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 <laughs> this is D-Day Sports Talk. It's 1100 AM. We'll be right back. <laughs> you know the real 1100 a.m is now on facebook man that's right you can catch all your favorite shows on the real 1100 wwwe facebook page it's real y'all jackie robinson when you hear that name you automatically think of strength and courage You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best gnarling style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWE 1100 AM.
Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so once again. 404-603-8770. It's a toll-free number, also live on Periscope, as well as Facebook. We're gonna make sure the phone lines are open up right at the top of the hour so all Falcon fans can call in and complain. It's not that good though. They got Georgia. No. Falcons fans. No, but most Falcons fans are Georgia fans, so they're good. Not, but they don't see it that way. Not right now. <laughs> they don't see it, it that way. It is kind of too soon. Right, see? It what? is. I mean, no, no, not, not poo-pooing. Like, hey, Georgia, can't clap all the other jazz. You know, Braves doing great. All that. We love that. I mean, we, we also love when Atlanta United was doing good. Dirty Bears. See? Told you. I got you. I just find you all a little escape pad. For what? There, there's no escaping thing. this. That don't mean nothing. There's no escaping this. Oh, continue. On, continue. All right, back to uh, Major League Baseball. Baseball. <laughs> uh, ALEs Yankees got that sewed up. Yep. 102 and 55. Rays are 92 and 64. Rays have an outside shot of getting in. Wild card. They could be a wild card. And AL Central, you got the Twins 96 and 60. Right behind them, four games back, the Indians 92 and 64. Outside chance of getting in as well. And then AL West Astros 102 and 54. Uh, athletics are 94 and 62. Athletics they, they pretty much, much seem to be in. They got a chance. You know, athletics are in. Solidifying the wild card. Correct. Um, before we went to break, we were talking about, uh, once again, the Astros have the best record in baseball. However, the, the um, Dodgers still have something to play for, two mm-hmm. back. And the Yankees only being a half yeah, a game back. back. Mm-hmm. Definitely still have something yeah, to play I, for here. I think the head-to-head head leans toward the Astros. Astros have the head-to-head head on both teams. teams. Yeah, they won the the um, Yankees and the Dodgers, mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the Astros, though, to me it seems like this uh, – if they win it all, they're going to be considered the dynasty because that's three straight AL West championships, mm-hmm. two out of three World Series, mm-hmm. and you lost to one of the – Best Boston teams probably since the Pedro Martinez and everything yeah. last year in a five-game series. Mm-hmm. Was five? No, seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. So winning it this year, they're going to be considered in that dynasty round. Yeah, and pretty much the same team for Boston and the and the Houston Astros came back for most of the year. Now, granted, after All-Star, Astros added Grinky, you know, Which I mean? was huge. But, so remember this point I'm about to make. Um... When we get to the NFL and to college football, you make moves sometimes for one team. You already you don't worry about everybody else because you already know you're better than everybody else. You make moves for one team in one particular scenario. Houston made a move because they understood that more than likely they were going to wind up seeing the Yankees in the ALCS. Correct. And in that little small ballpark that the Yankees play in. <laughs> but pitching, you need another bat. You need another arm. And that too. Pitching, pitching wins championships. Defense wins championships, and they did not. They needed that extra arm in order to know that they can set their rotation up however they want to set Got it up. Verlander, Cole, and Grinky. So no matter how the no matter how the previous series end, I can set my rotation however I want to. I can go lefty, righty, starters, the whole nine, and Grinky allows them to do that. And then that that even goes into the World Series. I can set my rotation however I want to do it. Too. So they make you make a move not for what maybe right in front of you. If you already understand that you're that good, you make a move for the next step or the step beyond. And so remember what I say that when we get into college football. Remember what I'm saying when we get into the NFL. 
when I know teams are really about trying to win championships. You know, I look and at teams that. are just happy to be there. I look at the <laughs> Astros like the Golden State Warriors. A lot of the guys that they have they drafted. were drafted. And then they added one or two free agents yeah. to round it out. Yeah, but two, to stay on top. Two years ago, they added Verlander. But you see what they're doing? Yeah. But their core mm-hmm. was all drafted. Yeah. I mean, of course, everybody misses in, on some, but they've hit more times than they miss, yeah. which is why they have their third straight 100-win season yeah. Yeah. and a third straight AL West but you gotta, pennant. But you got to get them rings, though. All that's, all that's, you can't be like the Golden State. Right, get, right. Win, win, to win, finish the analogy, win, you got to complete it. Yeah, no. You can't have 72 <laughs> wins, 73 wins, and right. don't get that ring. It don't mean nothing. So, again, you some organizations understand about winning championships and what it takes, and they don't mind when you know where you're at because it's not going to last forever. Correct. You know, um, ask Boston, ask Chicago. Right. <laughs> um, you got to make the but, most of it when while, you have. While you did, you do what you do. And if and if it doesn't work out, no one can say you didn't make the – you at least didn't put the places in pieces or take the chance to win another one. But at the end of the day, it's about winning championships. So Right. Who do you like in the Central, Twins or Indians? Indians are three back. Four back. Four back. They're going to miss it by one. So the Twins will Twins, win it. Yeah. Will the Indians get in? No, I think Oakland. Oakland keeps that, and then uh, the Rays. And the Rays get in. Mm-hmm. Wow, that'll be interesting to see. I. I think the Rays have been a good team all season long. You Ninety-two know I mean? and sixty-four. They've, they've, been, they've been a good. The nice. last five. I mean, last ten. They've been five and five. Yeah. I. I'm gonna go to Rays too. I. You, I think want, the Indians' window has closed. Yeah, if they happen to make it in, this is it. This is it. Yeah, but I, I'm going to go with um. And then I, one of those teams will play the Astros. All your Central City's going to have a bad weekend. The Browns <laughs> lost last night. The Indians ain't going to make the playoffs. <laughs> we going to keep that Midwest. You know what I mean? About to be fall time anyway. So if you the Yankees, who would you want to see? Um, it don't matter. I mean, the only thing that I don't think you want to see. I mean, I want to see Oakland. Race. I want to see Oakland. Oakland. I don't want to see Oakland. History tells me I'm the Yankees. I don't want to see Oakland. Okay. Just, you know. Oakland. No, the Yankees will have to play the Twins or whoever wins the Central. Oh, Because the Astros had the best record. Astros have the, the oh. winner of the Wild Then they're good. They're not, they ain't worried about nobody. Twins ain't going to New York and making no noise. Mm. I think the better team. The, the better They've team, flown under the radar the, this the, year. The better teams are in the AL West. With the Astros and the A's. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Well, I don't. I think it comes down to Astros and Yankees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at I some point. That in, uh, but July. I do think <laughs> to that point, though, the A's could sneak in and. I mean, A's might give you a push. They could give them a push. Give them a but push. I, but I, I, if I'm a Yankee, I'd rather see the Twins. Oh. I'd rather see a Central team, whether it be the Twins well, yeah, or, or, or the Indians. It will be a, the Central yeah. team as the Twins. Um, CC Zabathia had his last uh, regular season pitching. He's retired? I, yeah. What do you think he'll do in the postseason? I'm a Yankees fan. He hope he wins. <laughs> <laughs> hope, big boy is that a, hope big boy got one left in him. But sometimes that could be a lot of pressure, knowing yeah. that this is your last hoorah. I don't. I think the ones the one problem with the Yankees is their starting pitching. I don't think they have enough to 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 win the ALCS 
and it's just not going to show up until you get to till you get to uh, till they get to the Astros. To the Astros. They got enough bats to take care of everybody else. They won't have enough pitching to go toe to toe in those one those one zero two zero three one games. CC a Hall of Famer? Yes. Yeah. What is it? Um, at least two hundred fifty wins. I, I know I at least three thousand strikeouts. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he was first ballot because that's only seen to go out a certain. He's not that good, but he's a Hall of Famer. He will for sure. be in it at yeah, some yeah, point. Yeah. And the way, well, actually, he might be a first ballot. The way they, the way they gave Mariano Rivera unanimous. Well, I, I mean, I, I didn't understand that. I still think he deserved it, but I'm not even saying whether he deserved it or not because of they're still holding a lot of guys out because of the steroid. You don't have any choice but to. Put guys in who you may have waited two or three years to wind up going in on their first their first go around. But he's a Hall of Famer though, regardless. At the end of the day, that's what you're gonna go with. Yeah, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. I got him getting in. Got, I don't know at what point he gets yeah. in, but he gets in. I think, like I said, I think he gets in sooner than later because of the writers still holding that grudge against against um steroid, you know, steroid players and. And in and, and that whole ninety, early two thousand generation is forcing them to put guys in earlier or get guys who probably don't deserve to be in the fill the fill the the, 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 the fill the void. Okay. Cause I, I'm trying to think of some other players coming down the pipeline that would, but he has would to, get in. But he has to wait, what, three years, four years before he gets on the on the ballot? Something like that. Before he can be on the ballot, yeah, it'll, it'll be a while. Three, just three, three to five years, but he gets in. Is he a first ballot? Mm-hmm. Not, not, not enough writers will have change, and even the writers do change over, and they do start letting you know some of the uh, asterisk guys come in or whatever. <clears throat> the new generation of writers gonna put them in there anyway. Gotcha. Okay, uh, let's go WNBA. The congratulations to the Connecticut Sun. They uh, beat the Los Angeles Sparks 78-56 on the road to sweep that series. You surprised by that? Yeah. Well, no, I had picked Connecticut. But surprised by the sweep. You yes. did pick Connecticut. Yeah. I, I took the Sparks. I yeah. thought they would play better than I, that. I'm, but. Su- I'm surprised by the sweep, but I'm not surprised Connecticut won. I am surprised that, you know, the closeout game, you don't play Candace Parker. Um, but I Why, also, D-Fish? But I, but I also <laughs> realized, though, you know. She played 11 minutes, if I'm correct. Yeah, you – you go into a game plan. Here's what I was surprised about. Not so much that he played her as little as she did, if you still believe that she's not she's not 100% healthy. But you go you go into a game plan and you say, you know what? All hands on deck. This is a closeout. That's, that's what I'm saying. You, <laughs> that's what I'm getting to. You, you start her. Right. And you do what you got to do, whether it's timeouts or whatever, to make sure she gets an appropriate amount of rest, to, you know, to kind of protect her as well. But then if you – Within her starting, if you see she's not effective, then you sit it down. Right. But not the starter, and then the player sporadically. She never got into a rhythm. rhythm. Yeah, I'd rather start her. I'd rather start her and then see that she's not doing right. well than to take a starter and then t- bring her off right the bench, right. which she's not going to be used to anyway. You know right. what I mean? So I just felt I understood what he was trying to do, probably trying to protect herself from herself, but it's all hands on deck. No one would have said anything to you about, you know. If she started off bad, if she didn't look like it, she had it. It, it would have took, okay. took him off the hook. Now he doesn't look good. And even the um, some of the posts, you know, she's sitting on the bench like, what are we doing? Well, that's more why, why I'm not playing. 
Right. That's, forget what are we doing. That's why. That's why. <laughs> Bottom line. Well, it's good that she didn't say See, that. Because, but that's what you know, she meant, though. Because you know the cameras went on her yeah, yeah. the entire why, game. Why am I not playing? Right. I mean, and I don't expect anything less of that from a superstar. A, a competitor. And a competitor. So, going into the game, had a conversation. We're going to start you. We're going to see if you in the See how you can go, right. you know rhythm. And, you know, and I'll do what I need to do as far as to, you know, timeouts, make sure you stay loose, have the bike right there on the end of the bench. What, whatever you need. <laughs> you know what I mean? To keep, whatever her, to you keep need. her warm or whatever. But I'm going to keep her, you know. And engaged, and, too. And, yeah. And get, so he handled that all wrong. But I, I think never, he overplayed his hand on that one. He just, he technically, he just, he, he, he. <laughs> Sometimes coaches can overthink things. Yeah. It, it, like I said, I don't. I don't know how bad her hamstring was, you know, going into the series and things of that nature. So you feel like you want to protect the player from themselves. The doctors, right. doctors are telling you it's worse than, you know. It is than, or whatever. And any player, like I said, she's a competitor. Any player is going to tell you I'm good, I feel great and whatnot and want to get back in there. So there is some of you having to protect themselves, protect them from themselves. From themselves. But you also got to go in and have an idea that, you know. Or if they say she ain't ready to play, Either why play at all exactly, or because she, then you that's a lot easier to answer yeah. after game. Like, hey, she is not yeah. physically or ready to go. What did y'all tell her that made her believe that she was going to get, get time? time? Because her reaction was as if I was going to be playing some some meaningful at, at me, least meaningful minutes. Double that, at least yeah. twenty two yeah. minutes, so, not eleven. So all that tells me there was some miscommunication going on across the board, and the person that's going to look bad in this is There's going to be going to be the coach. <laughs> right. Uh, Connecticut Sun will have to wait for a few more days because the Aces stayed off uh, elimination. They beat the Washington Mystic 92 75 uh, game three. Uh, and Liz Cambridge had 28 points in that game. I'm pulling for the Aces. I'm you pulling know, for the Aces. I think the Mystic will win, but I, I'm pulling I think for, so. I just, you know, and they what? have uh, congratulations, Della Don. She got named MVP. Okay. So. Yeah. For just, for the Mystic, yeah. So I, I just but I just feel what they happened to the Aces last season and how they got treated with travel and all that kind of stuff. I'm just glad to see them out here competing. You know what I mean, and not making the playoffs last year because of that one game, or yeah, basically because of that right. one game. So, um, but I think Vegas is a good home court advantage for them. Yeah, I, yeah. I see them winning tomorrow night to push this to a game five and a game five. I'll I'll give it to the home, home team, team, yeah, in that one. But I do see. The Aces winning tomorrow night's game and pushing it to a game five because I just think they have no answer for Gamebridge. Yeah. And even in her post game, uh, they asked about, you know, her game and she was like, uh, get in the weight room. <laughs> Literally was her quote, yeah. get in the weight room because she physically dominated down low, uh, shooting 80%. So Della Dawn can't drop down and play in the low post and yeah. have to bang and then yeah. be on the other end and have to be the offensive force. And I think it's it's a lot easier for the Aces to play their style of brand of basketball at home. Oh, gotcha. Well, it's interesting. But I'm gonna, I'm going to go overall see to go to Mystic. I'm not I, home teams a, a, a win out. So, which would be interesting to see because I don't think that. Because the Mystics won. No, they yeah they beat um, Atlanta here on the road mm-hmm. last year. 
Because I'm about to say, I don't think they won at home. No, yeah, the did. last time they won was on the road. So even if they do go back home, then they should be good playing yeah. at home. I go with the Mystics. Mystics and uh, Connecticut Sun in the finals. Which would be a good finals. Yeah. That's your one-two uh, over the course of the year, which would be good to see. Uh, other news in um, basketball, sad note for a uh, recent big three player and played at the Memphis Grizzlies, um, Texas Net- Tech. Well, collegiate Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Played on the Bobby Knight, as a matter of fact. NBA was Grizzlies and the Nets, I believe. Was the Nets the other team? Mm. Um, I forgot the name. Eric. <laughs> Talked about everything but his name. Oh, um... I came for you to see it. I know. <laughs> uh, dang it. I don't want to say Tremet, but not Tremet. Um, Boy, you getting old. I ain't, I ain't lying. <laughs> Andre Emmett. Andre, that's what I said, Tremet Emmett. Yeah, I know. Andre Emmett. Texas Tech's number one all-time scorer. Yeah. Um, played all four seasons, then leave early with Texas Tech. Actually put Texas Tech back on the map. He did. You know, Bobby Knight helped, you know. Helped put it back on there as well. Did it as well, but as far as players that helped bring Texas Tech back to resurgence in the Big 12 was was him. And Um, one of the top five leading scorers in the Big 3. Yeah. Yeah. So, the only thing I've seen that they said about him is, um, I'm assuming, let's see, like a carjacking possibly. Possibly. He was at home in his car at 2.30 in the morning. They said two suspects got into it and... Shot him. The two suspects while ran was, off. While he was trying to get away. Yeah. 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 So uh, while yeah, while he was trying to run away. away. Correct. So not quite sure what all that um, in details, but and this was uh, in Dallas, where he lives this, currently. Yeah, yeah. Sad state of affairs, yeah. and you know, praise and thoughts go out to him. Thirty-seven years old. And that's too young for things like that to be happening. Um, also, uh, basketball news. Let me go back to WNBA. Lisa Leslie will be inducted into the uh, Olympic Hall of Fame, U.S. Olympic Hall of Fame. Yes, she need to be in whatever Hall of Fame <laughs> across the board. Uh, November 1st will be the induction. Also, Tommy Smith and John Carlos as well. Those and, are the other big notable names. And they'll be playing in, in India the first weekend of October. Yeah, I'm surprised at that. Indiana and uh, is it Memphis? I think it is Indiana and Memphis. Indiana and Memphis playing if Playing the pre, there's two preseason games, games. playing. They played in, over in, 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 in for in the India. first time ever. Yeah, you got a billion people over there, so you know. You know, it's it's interesting that I thought that that's something David Stern would have done because he was all about making the brand global, and now Silver is trying to ensure that it stays popular. Yeah. But as far as building it and putting it in different places, I thought that was something that. Um, Stern's, Stern prob- would have Stern's done. problem was with Silver has realized in order for you to be a global brand, you got to make your players accessible. And I think the, the two stark differences in Stern and in Silver is Silver lets the players be accessible, let the players dictate how they do things, and because they're always back and forth to yeah. China. And and then well, also and one then, of the then also he has the ability now to use. Social media, yeah, well. you know, branding, where Stern didn't have that. So, um, if you were going to do anything overseas, you had to rely on cable TV and the early ages of the internet. Internet. Right. Not everybody had internet, you know, and, right. and, and internet wasn't able to stream like they do now. Like you know, like we watch internet, we watch TV through our internet, internet, internet right. now. So, 
Um, you wasn't, you know, so there's a couple of things that was going that's going for silver that Stern didn't have as far as making things making the world smaller. Yeah, but Stern put it in China. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was saying Stern took the infrastructure. Right. Yeah. But, but that's what I was surprised. But, he, but, but I'm he, surprised he didn't tap into India. No, he wouldn't have. I just think it was too much control. He still had too much control. Mm. Even though he let the guys go into go into China, he only let certain guys go. In. He he was more about going into China and bring, bringing China players over here. Over here. He Silver's like wherever y'all want to go. Long as, you, as well as Africa. As long too. as that. Long yeah. as the NBA brand go with you, you can go. So even you know. Even when, even even now when guys skip college and they go overseas, Australia, it's, it's still it's still one. it's still the intention of coming, coming back coming back to the yeah. NBA. That wouldn't have been Stern. Stern, matter of fact, probably would have been he would been more like an NFL owner. You, you you can't do it. You can't do it. It's not gonna happen. You're not gonna be able to go unless I tell you to go. He was more of control, but I will give him credit as far as setting the infrastructure. Yeah, he did help bring all of this to light to yeah, where yeah. now it is possible mm-hmm. to have. A game over in India. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I won't, I won't, don't want to knock him. And then that's I'm right, not, not, not right. knocking him. But there were certain things that he didn't have in, in, in his, in his arsenal to use that Silver has. But I also believe that certain, that certain things, personality-wise, Stern, even if Stern had the internet and all that kind of stuff, he wouldn't have been giving players this much freedom. He wouldn't have been. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're gonna take a break. We come back. We got prep sports to discuss. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is 1100 AM. We'll be right back. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. You're listening to The Real 1100 AM, Atlanta's Real Sports and Entertainment Talk Radio. You're tuned into WWE Gapeville AM 1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Don, the DNA. Make sure you check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time through TuneIn Radio, iRadio Now, and iHeartRadio. And make sure you check out DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than just a Hawks, Falcons, or Braves fan, get the latest and greatest sports news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NCAA, and NFL news and highlights. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan style food in Atlanta. 
Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of A and DNA. We're bringing facts about sports. You don't agree? Hey, so four four six zero three eighty seven seventy is that number. Also live on Periscope and Facebook. We're at the top of the hour, which means we're going to talk about prep sports, more than likely in the state of Georgia. To help us do that, Mr. Damian Lewis is on the phone. How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you guys doing? What's going on, D Lope? Not much, man. I uh, got a got some special guests with me, real quick. That uh, they want to tell you who they are, and then we're gonna go ahead and jump right into it. But fellas, y'all go ahead and tell them who you guys are. Yeah, All right, that's hey. my Santa AU Vikings, man. They just wanted to give y'all a <laughs> shout out. What's going on? Driving me crazy. Man. <laughs> hey, let them get their shine. Let them right. get their shine anytime. <laughs> So, look, man, let's jump right into it real quick, man. On the basketball side of things, uh, Walker Kessler from Woodward Academy last night, he announced his commitment to the University of North Carolina Tar Heels. He was visiting over the weekend, which started on – Started on Friday, and uh, I don't know what Coach Williams and them uh, said, but he locked in. He locked in. He's a a verbal commitment there. And, again, we know it's a verbal commitment. We know how it goes with these kids any day. (laughs) You know, they can decide to say, you know what, I'm going to, you know, go back into the recruitment game. But right now he sold in. Originally they thought uh, Duke and uh, Auburn were the front runners. But, again, Mm -hmm. after his visit this weekend, uh, with Tar Heel, with the Tar Heels, he decided to go ahead and commit. So if you want to catch him in action, this uh, this is his uh, senior year coming up. You got a chance to catch him when uh, basketball gets kicked off. He's six uh, eleven. You know, depending on who you who you who you uh, take your stats from. Some people have him six eleven. Others have him right at seven foot. Last year, he averaged twenty one points a game, eleven, pretty much twelve rebounds a game. They have it at eleven nine, but you might as well say twelve. Uh, and he's a four star, five star recruit. He's ranked number fourteen overall in ESPN's one hundred, and he's number three center out of the class of twenty twenty. So uh, again, congrats to Walker Kessler on making that announcement, especially. If it stays, if he sticks with it, right. Um, Tell him, let him know, let him know real quick that he can't go to Duke. We, we, it's okay if he want to go to Auburn. That's okay. But he can't go to right, Duke. Right, right. <laughs> that's what I said. I, I said, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'm, take, I'm, I'll take Auburn, but just don't go to Duke. Right. <laughs> I, think, I, I think what one right, is, we start um, looking at big men history. North Carolina got oh, big men history. And yeah. I was saying, if you want to look at the history of the three schools as far as big men go, it's North Carolina all day as far as success. Yeah. You know what I mean? Duke's had some big guys, but I won't consider Cherokee and none of them boys. Nah. Anything, you know, you, you only got um, – Leitner was Leitner, on Leitner, that was it. But 
I can go up and down the line as far as the last 10, 15 years as far as the big men out of North Carolina. Carolina so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with you on that one. So, um, And then on to some football news. I got I got somebody else to talk about, all right? We're not going to talk about Marietta tonight. All right? Are you guys happy? <laughs> <laughs> they still winning. Right. <laughs> Uh, all right, so the Grayson Rams. All right, we are kind of sort of talking about Marietta. <laughs> Grayson Rams, uh, they actually jumped into, broke into the USA Today High School Sports Super 25 football rankings. They jumped in last week uh, during week four because of their win over Marietta, uh, and that loss by, by Marietta had the Blue Devils drop from number five to number 20. But, um, Grayson broke in last week at number 17. Their win this week uh, over Westlake and then a couple other Super 25s ranked higher than them. That loss allowed them to jump up going into week five here at number 16. Um, They got a tough one on hand this week. They have to travel down the road, take on those Colquitt County Packers. Uh, Cole quit only one loss, and that was to Bob Dosta, 50-49, to your final score Mm. in that one. So, uh, Grayson has definitely got a big test on their hands on the road on top of that. I don't know if you guys ever been to any of the, uh, to the games down there in some of these, uh, country towns, but, uh, the atmosphere is, it's an electric atmosphere. Mm -hmm. It's going to definitely be home field advantage all the way for Cole quit. Uh, and if Grayson's able to, uh, to pull that one out, they, uh, they may seriously be making a claim as, uh, you know, a front runner for that 7A GHSA 7A state championship. Cool. Now, would you consider yeah. Grayson to be the best football team in the state of Georgia? No, I still I still have my money on on Marietta. To be honest with you, they came out high powered. Uh, in, you know, those first three games, uh, they played three. They played uh, net two national teams. So, I still have my money on Marietta. Um, but I think Grayson can. Grayson has a, a good case to make it to the semifinals, possibly even the championship. You know, it's all going to depend on how they line these kids up once the playoffs starts, who gets put on what side of what brackets and all that kind of stuff. Hopefully they won't put them on the same side. Yeah, it's, it's but it's so tough, man. I I got a feeling Marietta and, and Grayson will end up on the same side for a potential semifinal matchup. Which would be good. That would be a good rematch. Yeah, but that would be a championship game, though. Right. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. That, that too. So, so we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on both of them. Um, but, again, if Grayson goes down and wins in hostile territory this weekend, that really may put them kind of as a front runner for state champion. Okay. All right. And then a couple of things on the girls' side, softball. Uh, two teams we want to keep an eye on for the rest of this week. Uh, the Westland Wolves, uh, they had a match tonight uh, against Maris. I'm not sure if that's the final yet. Uh, but if they won tonight, they will be 22-0. and 0, And then if they win tomorrow, they will end regular season with a 23-0 record. Um, and then East Coweta, uh, they're 21-0 and 0 as well. As of today, uh, they have a matchup tonight. They have a few more games, but uh, if they win out, these next four games, they will end their season at 25-0. and 0. And East Coweta is a team that just lost uh, two-time Gatorade uh, Georgia Softball Player of the Year, Kelly uh, Lynch. She's, uh, you know, she graduated. They're coming off of their, you know, back-to-back state championship seasons. 
So uh, they're obviously were loaded still, loaded and stacked, and, um, you know, possibly could win another state championship here. So want to keep a two, uh, keep an eye out on those two when it comes to softball. And then va- uh, volleyball, I told you all about Alpharetta back when they were right. undefeated at the time. I want to say they were 18-0. and 0. They have lost two since. Mm. Uh, one coming this past weekend, they lost to Pace. Pace is a, is a two-time state champ uh, for 3A. But they lost to Pace this past weekend in the Lovett, the uh, annual Lovett block party. But still, they're 30-2 and two on the season. So still having a great season, still got a, a good chance to uh, end well area, you know, once the area tournaments start, still got a chance to win a state championship. So um, that's what I got for you guys. And when does the area state championship start? Area, they, they've got about another week or two another before week. they okay. get into area playoffs. And softball about the same then. And softball, softball, yeah, you got some teams again that are going to finish out closer to the weekend. And then uh, heading into closer to the next weekend, teams will start getting into – so for softball, they'll start getting into their playoffs, their region playoffs. So with softball, they'll have region first, and then they'll have uh, state. Volleyball, because of not every school not um, – I guess every school doesn't have – there's not enough teams, teams right. uh, like it is with uh, a lot of those. So they have air, with area play, and so they'll go just straight into area playoffs. They won't do um, region playoffs or anything like that. They'll go straight into the to the tournament. Gotcha. Sounds like yep. uh, the coach at Alpharetta has something to coach now. You know, you get – couple of losses. You start feeling yourself, smelling yourself, and but a couple of losses look like you, you can uh, now coach them a little bit more differently. Get that attention back. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Sounds good. Uh, shout out to the cool, Vikings. Man. Did they Say leave? Say that one more time. I said shout out to the Vikings. Did they leave? Yeah, yeah, they left. They done dispersed <laughs> on me, man. All it took was for me to give them five minutes of fame. Now <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, those, I love those little jokers, man. appreciate y'all letting them do that real quick. No problem. Always, always. Let everybody know how they can reach you. Definitely, man. Uh, on social media, Twitter at PS underscore Nation underscore Instagram, Prep Sports Nation underscore, and of course, PrepSportsNation.net and on YouTube, Prep Sports Nation. All right. That's it. Appreciate it, brother. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Talk to you soon. All right. Yes, yeah, it's a lot different when you, when you, you know, you win in several in a row and then you take oh, yeah. a couple of L's. Yeah, 18 and 0, you know. Got to run those, got to run those suicides a little bit. Right, a little bit. <laughs> got to look at that tape. Right. Gotta shut up. <laughs> oh, man. Let's switch over to uh, college football. So, Woo! this past weekend, great game. Uh, USC uh, upset victory over Utah, 30-23. to 23. I, Most people had Utah winning the Pac-12, possibly still, going undefeated. Undefeated now. They can still win the Pac-12. They can still win the Pac-12, but it's going to be a lot uh, difficult. And I guess the – Maybe USC running around with their shirts off. You know what I mean? That that helped them. That helped them. But the quarterback going out second play of the game. For USC. For USC, correct. And then Fink stepped in and had a great game. I thought that definitely would have been the advantage for Utah. For Utah. Well, sometimes, sometimes that can be the You didn't game plan for You didn't game plan for yeah. him, and you feel like that's the backup. You kind of let off the brakes a little bit, too, if you're the opposing team. So, um, But, you know, I don't – it's the Pac-12. You got, you got, <laughs> at the end of the day. It's the Pac-12. You got Wazoo giving up 
That is correct. <laughs> forty some odd points in less than a quarter. To US, uh, UCLA at the U, end. Of, yeah, you, yeah, up forty nine thirteen. They lose sixty three sixty seven. How? They, they, I don't know. They must, they must got some of that juice from the Big Twelve. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, shout out to Reggie Bush, though. I was sitting there watching the guy. I'm he like, was, dude, he, he, he you, was mad. Huh? He was mad. He was hot mad about the boys running around with no shirt. <laughs> but no, to to be dapping up, the, I think it was a running back who had just scored. I'm like, but early in the you day, you realize that he's he's uh, on the field. You're right there, like but Bush. Er, but early, I understand. But early in yeah, the he day, was mad he with was him. he was dogging him out. Right. Like, just keep your energy the way But I want to say that's the first time that Bush has been back, though, yeah. since the whole removing mm-hmm. uh, his Heisman and, and the vacating, vacating the all the wins and everything. Oh, no, they didn't win the national championship. Yeah, vacating, well, one of the national championships. One of them, right. Him, him and Matt Liner both yeah. were there. Um, what about Auburn taking care of business at Texas A&M, 28-20? I'm not to 20. We picked them last week. Um, Texas A&M showed me against Clemson that their offense is vanilla. So, but it, I mean, it's time for Killer Mound to to be that guy, though. I mean, this is you got to step up. You're at home. I mean, hundred thousand fans behind you. It's not like Auburn has a the, great offense. Got the twelfth man, right? You had all that going for you, but I think Auburn punching them in the mouth, so to speak, quickly going up fourteen. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna make an unpopular opinion. Jimbo Fisher ain't that coach. I don't think that's unpopular right now. But I mean, I just you know people just thought no, him right. from Florida State, all that talent he was going to where he in, had Jameis Winston, and he was but they just you know figured from Florida State to Texas A and M he was going to be able to recruit, steal some players from, from Florida Oak, area and from right there in the backyard from Oklahoma and Texas, and Texas and get guys to come down there. Correct, and, and that hasn't seemed to happen. Now most of these guys we're talking about aren't his guys. He didn't you know he's he a Kevin Sumlin guy. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we need to give him another year or two to see what he has, but. I just I'm just noticing the last couple of years in big games or against big programs, he, he his teams have come off flat. He and, had Auburn and, dead to right last year, and Auburn came back yeah. and won in the last second of yeah. the game. So I, in I, Auburn last year, I'm just I'm looking at Jimbo Fisher a little bit side eye, not as not as side eye. I'm looking at Harborough, but I'm looking at yeah. Jimbo we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but I but I am surprised. Bo Nick's a, a true freshman. Um, Best thing he did, no turnovers. Well, Didn't run, throw an interception. Run the ball, stop the run, no turnovers. Throw it away. You'll be in 90. The, you'll be in and 90s. with that defense again, you'll be in 90% of the game. Learn to live another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, of course, they that was a big drive uh, on that touchdown drive where they just constantly ran the ball down mm-hmm. their throat. But the defense, you could tell, was starting to get gassed a little bit. Yeah. Too many three and outs. Yeah, but yeah. A, a freshman quarterback is, is what you expect on the road in a mm-hmm. hostile, hostile environment. Yeah. Um, but going back to your point about Harbaugh, how long before John calls Jim and says, "Hey, I got a job for you being a, I'll be a defensive with coach"? You. Because well, I don't know. Michigan got ran out of the building, yeah, literally. Yeah, Shout out to um, Taylor for what two hundred yards rushing, mm-hmm. two mean, touchdowns. People forget Taylor last year. You know, he faded out. He was a Heisman. Candidate. candidate last now, year. This year, they're talking about him again as being a, you know, he has a couple more games like he had against uh, Michigan. Michigan, he'll be right, he'll be right up there. Right. Um, invitation wise, I don't think he'll win it, but um, I, Michigan won't fire him during the regular season unless no, the end of the year. End of the year, because I still believe he'll wind up nine and th- excuse me nine and three. Now, I, I, let me put it this way: depends on how bad he loses to Ohio State. <laughs> 
Because he ain't beat him. He going to beat Ohio State. But I'm saying, he hasn't the, beat him since. Depending on how bad he loses to Ohio State. Maybe that's that's the you know that's then, the breaking point. Then you start for looking at you know what you haven't beat Ohio State. Has he beat him at all? Since he's I, been don't, there? I don't think so. So no. now you got Urban Meyer gone, and whoever this new coach is, he got Justin Fields looking like the second coming. So you know, I'm I'm just saying not being able to call the new coaches because he still hasn't made a name for himself. Right so now you got Harbaugh, Michigan, you know, and then you got this new coach. If he comes in and wins, it's a problem. Exactly. Well, you you already know. It, the best it, way to say your coaching job is to beat your rival. Yeah. That that gets you through nine to the wins, next round. Eight, eight wins, beat your rival. Nine wins, beat your rival. You get, you good. You get another season. You get another, another, season. another season. So, But when but are we going to start calling Harbaugh Mark Rick? Now. Ten-win seasons? That is correct. Well, Ten-win seasons but can never get over the hump. He won't get the ten this year. <laughs> That's the reason why I'm saying I think he'll. Um, they only have one loss. And they lose to Ohio State. They'll probably, they'll probably, and this you, is the problem. And think, this, and this think, was a problem you, with Rick. You think, you think you'll beat Michigan State? This was the problem with Rick. You think you'll beat Michigan State? He'll get year? your hopes up. They'll go on the run. They'll win all these games coming up to Ohio State at the end of the year. Okay. And then he'll get blown out. And then everybody like goes back to what we are now at Week Four. I'm gonna go. He's gonna lose back to back. He's gonna lose Michigan State and then turn around and lose to Ohio State. He's gonna lose to all the states this year. <laughs> and he's gonna be nine and three, playing December 25th. Nah, it's still Michigan. They'll be in the Gator Bowl. You gotta have ten wins now to get that January one bowl, no. not nine. Cause no, cause the the champion may wind up in the playoffs. The runner up usually gets that they'll that be, next they'll, bowl. I'm telling you, it's Michigan. I got you. They well, travel, so they'll be down in the Gator Bowl or January the Outback. January second. Yeah, whatever. January one, January second, January third. Yeah. Um, I don't, but I don't think he goes to the NFL. Wild, wild. I'm gonna throw this out there. It's wild. Big brother ain't gonna be like, come on, I, I, I got I think, a spot for you. Want, I think he wants to be a head coach. I don't think he'll. I don't think he won't accept that. I don't. I won't say he won't accept. It. I just don't think he would want the perception of saving my brother and coming to, especially now if if Baltimore is doing what they're doing now and they, mm-hmm. you know, it's not. I don't need you. You know what I mean? They'd be literally. I'm just saving my brother from embarrassment. <laughs> I don't think he does that. You know what I mean? What I will say is though, I wouldn't be surprised. Believe it or not. Tennessee keeps on losing what they're doing. I won't be and go let's, down to Tennessee. And let's just say he winds up ten and three. To your point, he winds up ten and three, but he gets his head handed to him. Okay, Ohio State, Ohio State yeah, or whatever, yeah. and everybody's like, "All right, we can't." You four and you be four. You, you be four and thirteen against. And this 50. was supposed to be the year. Everything was in together. You had yeah. the quarterback that you wanted. The defense is outstanding, mm-hmm. and the other problem is you keep having players in the league that are playing well. Yeah, but. You'll be four and thirteen. I.e. Mark Rick again. Yeah, but you'll be <laughs> to your point, you'll be four and thirteen against top fifteen teams. Um, and when it's all said and done, if he doesn't beat state either state. Um, but I, I had said this not here, but when I, you know, came into the barbershop, what's going on talking random? They come on what every Friday, Friday. eight 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 thirty, eight thirty. So check out other shows on WWE eleven hundred AM. I said Tennessee has to go through what they're going through now. They got to just totally bottom out. Well, sip, the guy sip. picking up the phone and handing it to the quarterback, and he picked up the entire phone and looked at it before he picked that's up the receiver. A, that's, that's a Come on. That's a generational Come thing. Come on. But I'm, really? I'm, a I'm, phone? I'm, there's jokers who don't know what them, what them buttons <laughs> is, man. But he didn't pick up the receiver. He picked up the whole phone and just looked at I it. I could throw the people right now a flip phone and wouldn't know what to do with a flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> but – 
Alabama went through what Tennessee's going through. People want to forget Alabama went through that that late nineties, early two thousand before they went and got um Saban. got Saban when they couldn't beat Auburn. They, had, they like, had to beat lost six um, straight because I remember the game. Yeah. And, Auburn was at home going for the thumb, and 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 couldn't beat top ten teams. They had to bottom out. They went through. They went through a couple of coaches, you know, high, high name profile coaches before they realized we got to start all over. That's what's going on in Tennessee. I think Harbaugh's way of coaching and 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 and, and control and 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 everything would be good to go down to a, a situation like Tennessee, where you got to start from scratch all over. But that's another half. Profile team though. He did he when he took over Michigan. Where were they at? Now I will give him this credit. Michigan was having their same problems. They hadn't had a coach since Lloyd, and they you know they wasn't even competitive against Ohio they State were, for a few years. No, they weren't competitive, but they were a seven and five. And he type got them. And he got them. T- he, and they, since he's been there, to his credit, even though he can't win the big one, he's four and thirteen <laughs> and four and, and gets top fifteen. He's consistently ten nine, wins, nine to ten, not ten, not nine to nine, ten, ten, wins, ten wins. And then yeah. we're consistently doing what we're doing right now, talking about them. You consistently playing a January one, January third bowl. Right. You know you you're relevant. Tennessee that the. The bottom. The bottom. They below Kentucky be, now. That's sad. They'll, they'll, be happy, they'll be happy with eight wins. So why not? So I say I feel if he So he's uh um coach Larry Brown then. Go somewhere for he's and he's done it everywhere he's gone. Whether it's been college, whether it's been the San pros. He took San Francisco and How two, crazy is that? Two you play your brother in the Super Bowl and if that pass isn't deflected. Now he's if the power goes out, power don't go out. He wins Super Bowl. He wins Super Bowl. <laughs> How crazy is that? Where his trajectory would be yeah, right yeah. now? He he probably wouldn't. He would still be probably coaching the 49ers. Oh, he'd be another football, another NFL team, right? You at least get one more chance in the NFL with a Super Bowl with before Super Bowl. you go back down to the collegiate level. So, um, <laughs> so, so I, that's that's just me throwing out a a a, a, a wild. I only say a wild, but just where I would think he would wind up. I don't think he would wind up going to coach with his brothers. I think Michigan lets them go at the end of the year because they wind up being nine and three, ten and two, have another embarrassing loss to Ohio State, and he'll have to go. But Tennessee to me would be the perfect landing spot because there ain't nowhere but up down there. And they would and they would service thirty four to three loss to Florida got shellacked. But they backup quarterback. That that's pitiful. So um, shout out to the SEC five teams in the top ten, uh, Alabama. I thought they were down two weeks Georgia. ago. I thought they were down two weeks ago. I was reading headlines. The SEC is about to. LSU mm-hmm. and Florida. Yeah. Now. Five teams. Of the... But again, you give me those top five against any other power five, top five, and, I got and, the SEC. No, and, but that's what I was saying. The Now, what, after that, you know, six through 14, or how many where, you have 12 in your conference. Con- that's where the con- that's different. That's where but the- you take the top five. Yeah, that's where the conversation should have should have came at. The articles that I was reading after the first two weeks of the season was the whole SEC had fell on their face, right? Right. And and I was like, no, the bottom half of the SEC is just like the bottom half of every other, else, every other right. conference. Whereas for almost seven to ten years. The bottom half of the SEC was just as good as anybody's top, top half. Right. So um, that part has that, taken a hit. That has leveled down. That's been know? more parity in that. Correct. Correct. Um, UCF took their first loss, 35-34. Congratulations yeah. to Pitt. Um, yeah, great comeback off. win. Makes, yeah, the, makes, the, makes the ACC look a little better now. We start looking at top, you know, teams with top top ten, top fifteen wins. You know, 
makes it makes Clemson when they run through them look a little better. <laughs> right. <laughs> at that point, it, mm-hmm. it, it will. At that, um, LSU uh, took care of business. Six touchdowns by Burrow. Uh, by Burrow. Uh, that's insane. <laughs> and There's only I'm, three teams though in the SEC that I that have a chance of making the making the playoffs. LSU is one of them. LSU, Georgia, and Alabama. Granted, that's it. granted, Auburn and Florida are undefeated, and they in the yeah, top ten. Now. Now, but you know that eventually that, that won't. That that uh yeah. that 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 mire that Auburn gonna have to go through in about a month and a half. Starting they, this weekend, when, well, they got Mississippi State at home. Then they go to Florida. <laughs> then they got. Um, Georgia, mid, no, no, mid-October, that, right? No, November. that's November. Then you got Ole Miss on the um, – I think that game is at home. But, yeah, but I know they, they, the they, next two. But they really – November is when it's – That's no, Georgia no, and Alabama. No, and you got to play Florida. So, talking about three out of the five teams in the top ten, Auburn Well, I know LSU. I forgot. I LSU. LSU. Yeah. No, that's all in October. That's October. Jesus. Mississippi State – was this weekend, then you got Florida, then you got uh, LSU in October. So that's when they'll have their tough schedule. Um, Georgia, 23-17 over Notre Dame. A lot is being made about pass interference calls not being called in that particular game, but I expected Georgia to blow them away. I, I had Notre Dame with 17, but I thought why? it was going to be a late touchdown. You know why? I had uh, UJ winning 33-17. You know why it didn't get ugly? He decided for the field goal instead of taking the taking the. And, and, and I was surprised at and that listen, move. And listen, and listen, what I I was really surprised at l- that l- move. Listen, what I'm about to say. The reason why I understand because people are gonna say if you miss the field goal, you're up 23-10 with like four and a half minutes or less, right around five minutes to go in the game. Time wise, two possessions, all that good stuff plays in your favor. I understand making the move, but remember I was saying about you do certain things because you only worrying about. Uh, you, you you should be coaching and playing for a particular opponent. Everybody knows Georgia got to go through who? Alabama first, then Clemson. But we ain't worried about Clemson. Who have they, who has well, Georgia? Yeah. Who has Georgia not beaten the last three years? <laughs> yep. And everything you do should be in reference to when I get to play Alabama. You're going to win the East. You're going to win the East. They already won the East. You 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 you're playing. You you're playing. You're they set, they won the East. You you, you setting, after they beat uh, Florida in two weeks, it'll definitely be over. But yeah, you, that's it. Correct. You, you you're setting your guys up to have. I don't care if he writes on the schedule. Alabama one, Alabama two, Alabama three. You you're playing Alabama every week. And so what I saw in that game again, they had control of the game. Momentum's all inside. It's fourth in 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 in, in inches. You have been running the ball. No, yeah. they, they haven't been running the ball. They should have been running the ball. Well, and that was one of my well, problems. No, it's like, about, why don't you run at Notre Dame? It's not like they're at that, great. At that period, they had started showing the dominance of running right, the ball. Right. At, at that particular point in the game. It's fourth and one. You're already up by two any two scores anyway. 2010. You're up by two scores. First down there, you, run, you can basically run the clock out as well. You know what I mean? So, I get kicking the field goal. It was a high percentage move. It pushed you up two scores. But I'm not coaching to beat Notre Dame. <laughs> I'm coaching to beat Saban. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm coaching down the road. And to me, he did the same thing last season. He had a game where he should have put this, put the foot on the throat, show those guys that we're, we're, we're coaching to, 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 to beat a different team. We're coaching for a It's something. a mindset. And he, did, he didn't do it's it last mindset. season, and it came to bite him against in the championship game. I feel that. 
whatever it is with Kirby, I don't know what it is. I'm not saying he's not a good coach. I'm not saying any of that. I just, when I seen that play, because if he gets that first down, they run it, they go up 27-10, they cover the spread, they do all right, that Right, exactly. They do <laughs> you cannot let Notre Dame think that they have a chance. And yeah. the fact that people are still, now people are still saying, well, Notre Dame it's has a, a chance loss. to stay in the, bo- it's in the good, playoffs. It's a, good, it's a good loss for Notre Dame as far as people are saying because of right. the point spread. But if you get blown out, you in that. Yeah. Especially covering the spread. No team in a top 10 matchup has come in with a two-touchdown bet against them. Mm-hmm. I, so... That one play just showed me where, and I know people are going to call in. I hope my homeboy, we ain't heard from him a couple of weeks. Down in D-ville. <laughs> Um, But it's, those are certain things that I'm looking for. Any Anything else as far as with Georgia? Notre Dame's a formidable opponent. Had no problem with that. I just see now that when it. Notre Dame should have never right been now, in until, game, Right man. now, until I see something different out of Georgia going forward, win, win or lose, but I mean, I'm assuming they're going to win all their games. I'm looking for is Kirby willing to put his foot on the opposing team's throat and 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 send a statement and is he coaching to send a statement to Saban? No. And he's not Tua ain't played in the fourth quarter this year. And that's you know, so that's 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 where I'm at with Georgia. But still right, this they'll weekend, be in the playoffs though. This weekend, number twelve, Penn State at Maryland. Penn State. Arizona State at number fifteen and undefeated Cal. Who's that Cal? Arizona State. And, and then uh, Arizona State three and one undefeated they, they, Cal four yeah, and oh. They lost Arizona State lost last week. I don't think Arizona lose state loses back to back. Cal shouldn't have won that game against Ole Miss. Um so I'm going to Arizona State. Uh I'm gonna go Cal and score. Um Arizona State uh 27-26. I'm gonna go Cal 33-27. Okay. Mississippi State at number seven, Auburn. Auburn. Texas Tech at number six, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Northwestern at number eight, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Middle Tennessee at number 14, Iowa. Iowa. Rutgers at number 20, Michigan. <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> they bounce back. Yeah, yeah they bounce back. Uh, this is a bounce back. Number 23, Texas A&M at Arkansas. Texas A&M. Uh, Clemson, number one, at North Carolina. Uh, who got the pick six? Who got the pick six? Ha ha. Clint Dix for uh, Chicago. Well, you got that, that, that one. I thing? needed. I needed one? that one. Listen, you got the <laughs> one. Um, like, uh, Casey, uh, Casey Keenum. Right. <laughs> oh, Miss at number two, Alabama. Uh, Alabama. Here, another bounce back game. Number eighteen, Virginia, who's undefeated, at number ten, Notre Dame. They at Notre Dame. Woo. They was in Virginia. I might go to I Virginia. Know. But I'm gonna go Notre Dame. I'm gonna go Notre Dame. They, they bounce the back. They don't lose to them. Uh, number here's a good one. Number twenty one USC at number seventeen Washington. USC is so unpredictable. They up, they down. They go there, but they shirts off. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a little. It's a little bit colder. A little, little, colder. little, little bit chilly up, up in the, in the northwest. northwest. <laughs> no way. We got a week now. It's fall time. Uh, I'm gonna go Washington at home. I'm gonna go Washington at home. I'm gonna go I, the Huskies. I, I think. Uh, Little, uh, we haven't talked that much about another transfer, Jacob Eason, yeah. who's been playing well there. And I think now you got time to prepare for the quarterback. The new quarterback got some tape that on comes him. in, right? Indiana, number twenty-five, Michigan State. Michigan State. Uh, Townsend at number nine, Florida. Florida. UConn 
at number 22, UCF. UCF. They, they come back, back. They bounce back. Too. This might be bounce back weekend. Number 24, Kansas State, undefeated, 3-0, at Oklahoma State, 3-1. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> they at Oklahoma State? They at Oklahoma they State. They at Cowboys? They yep. in Stillwater? Yep. I'm going to Oklahoma State, baby. I'm a man. <laughs> Gundy. Come at me. Coach Gundy, shout out. A.K.A. Freddie Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> number five, Ohio State at Nebraska. Ohio State. And Washington State at number 19, Utah. Uh, Utah. Bounce back weekend. Well, hey. Washington State, they give up 49 points at any given time. So right. I'm going uh, Utah I'm, bounce I'm going back. Utah bounce back. Yeah. Hey, we come back. We're going to talk about Freddie Kitchens. We got NFL when we come back from break. This is DNA Sports Talk, 1100 AM. All right. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWEAM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta. 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Tune your radio. Tune in. Now. You can tune in to this radio station on any smartphone or tablet. iPhone. Android. Blackberry. Nokia. Samsung. Windows phones. <laughs> Or whatever you have. Download the free TuneIn app from your phone or tablet's app store. Tune in with music, sports, news, and comedy from over 70,000 radio stations around the world, including this Beasley Broadcast Group station. Check it out at tunein.com or your app store. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. 
It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Heroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Hey, I'm Murphinetti. You could say Murphinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murphinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murphinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murphinetti Collections at murphinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWE 1100 AM. Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so once again. The line is open for Falcon fans. 404-603-8770 if you're another fan as well. 888-926-7562. Toll-free number also live on Facebook, as well as Periscope. As we discuss NFL news currently right now, pick six, Bears up 7-0. Uh, over the Redskins, I need Cohen to get a few more touches to make sure this 99% becomes 100 in this fantasy week to <laughs> take care of business. Um, Jaguars beat the Titans somewhat impressed by that um, your boy uh, wanted a trade Jalen Ramsey but he played in the game had a decent game so stop so remember early in the show y'all tuned in I said certain teams do certain things to, 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 to play for championships and you make a move for one particular team KC needs to go ahead and make that push to get Jalen to get Jalen get Ramsey I don't care if they want two first-round picks. It's going to wind up being two late first-round picks because you know you're going to be in the AFC Championship right. game, maybe in the Super Bowl, so you're not going pick to have... Pick 30. Yeah, pick 30. <laughs> so, so, so what? And y'all haven't had a Super Bowl in KC since 1969, since Jack, Jack Strand was the coach or whatever. You do what you need to do to win right now while you got the opportunity to win right now because you don't want Mahone to wind up like Dan Marino, be the greatest thing ever and don't never see something. Never see anything. So, and you, the only thing missing is a solid defense. And you and no matter what Tyreek Hill ain't even back yet. But yeah, so and I don't. You got more weapons to add. That's the crazy part. And and, and you don't go into you're gonna wind up going into Foxborough or there in Kansas City or at home at cold. The offense slows down in that cold weather. I don't care what nobody say. You ain't zipping that ball. Them dudes not feel like catching that ice. It's an ice. It's, it's, a, right. it's a piece of rock you throwing around <laughs> when it's two degrees or whatever. So defense, especially in. Outdoor teams in cold weather is more relevant. Right. And what's the one thing that hurt them last season in the in this championship game? They couldn't stop. Nobody. They couldn't stop Grunt. 
Eric Berry got exposed Bones. all day long. So you try to tell me you don't give me Jalen Ramsey. Now you got Honey Badger. Now you got some offensive guy, as defensive linebackers. You got everything you need. Even against Houston, depending on how the playoffs play out, you got to have somebody to stop uh, Deshaun, Deshaun and, and um, Hopkins. And Hopkins. So get, give me Ramsey. Ramsey. You you make the push for him. Make the push for him. I'm, I'm and I'm telling everybody I'm this is I'm all, I'm all in. I'm all in. You I, got to. I, I, I'm all in. And the one thing that's been deficient about Andy Reid over his career is he's never really had a defense. Even when he was in Philly, winning all those games, he never they had a decent defense. They were decent. Yeah, but he never were, had, they were good defense. He never had a defense. But not not an outstanding. Not one that you can hang your hat on. Exactly. You make this move with Jalen Ramsey. You can hang your hat on now. I can do so. Who called in sick? He said he had the flu. They say he might be legitimately sick. He might though. Be legitimately sick. I mean, timing is kind of odd, but yeah. he, might, he probably could have came hard to, to work. Prove. He could have came to work. He probably could have came to work. But you know what? Let me take a little I day off. I, I don't want to infect anybody, anybody else. else. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's believable. Yeah. So Kansas City right now, <laughs> if y'all want to win a Super Bowl, you make go this all move. in. If they don't go on in, they don't want they don't want to make their um, whatever. Awesome New England game, be there again. Awesome game against Baltimore. 33-28, Kansas City won. Yeah. Hats off to Baltimore and hats off again coaching. Uh John Harbaugh. He coached to win that game. Going on fourth down several times. Yeah. Because he knew if I get the ball back, they're gonna come down and score. Yeah. So I got to try and score. I gotta get as many possessions as I At, can. Or keep the possessions. Sometimes or, or keep it right. Yeah, sometimes going for it means I just don't want to get the ball back. back right. <laughs> Whether I Because if it. I kick it away. And you know, I'm gonna And, this, and this your is, defense has done as good a job as they this, could. This is what I'm gonna say about Kansas City's offense. They are the equivalent, I'm gonna use another basketball, to what Golden State was. So, I was about to say the same thing. Be, like, so, Man, they go on a 16-0 run like this. Yeah, sometimes it, it ain't nothing you can say about the defense, but throw your hands up. I, I don't know how that guy got wide open because <laughs> they my, can drop 28 points in a quarter like this. And then the rest of the game, you playing catch up. You now, play right. Now you all out of your. You, you can't run the ball as effectively as you want. Your game to. plan, whatever game plan you have, out the out, out the window. So, um, yeah, they they're the Warriors. But what they will do, what you saw in that game is. They will let you back in. You, right, you, you, you gotta keep you gotta keep keep going, keep pushing, yep. keep you know, keep scoring, and at some point, you know, make them make a mistake. Right. Make them, you know, and it, it, it can Patrick happen. Mahone hadn't thrown an interception yet this year. Yeah, but which they is did, good. But they did some other stuff though, as far as like not running out of bounds. Keep yeah, it, yeah. Keep, true. I mean I mean running out of bounds, stopping the clock, you know what I mean? Leaving time on on, you know, not using timeouts. Right. Just, just leaving time on the, on the clock, clock for for Baltimore. Lamar Jackson to, to, to get a to, chance to, to come back. Correct. To put points on the board. So um, those are things that uh, Reed, Andy Reid would need to clean up. But that's the kind of pressure. And that's something that the one thing New England won't do. They won't blink. No. They, you know, they won't give up. They don't have to. Or, you know, if the game is closed or whatever the case may be, they can go – for where their offense is set up, he had some injuries yesterday. But the way their offense is set up, they can go point for point, you know. But they got a defense and, too. And and even if they're down, they're going to be down 31-23. So now it's, it's still a one possession game. And now the pressure's on you to make a first down because you know because you know if you give them the ball back, you they see come what I'm down the score. And if I don't have Jalen Ramsey. I'm going to find out your weakest link, and they're going to pick on that weakest link. Well, that's what I, I will give Belichick uh, props on that. 
whatever you do well, he takes that away and says, okay, mm-hmm. you gotta find you gotta find another way to beat me. Yeah. He plays Jordan Rules. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna take this away. You're gonna have to find or, somebody else or to Or whatever win. your weakest part on the defense, I'm gonna pick at that, pick at that, pick at that. Right. Last year in the championship game, he realized Eric Berry was the mismatch. Right. And there was and nothing that, to it. There was nothing they can do, and he abused Eric Berry for seven straight passes. <laughs> <laughs> Grunt caught Grunt caught the last seven, eight passes. All down the field. Fourth right. and three, going to Grunk. <laughs> First and ten, going Jordan right. Rules. We going to Jordan. We going to Grunk all, all the way to, down. All the way down until we lose. Until they triple team this guy and leave somebody else open. Right. If they go get Ramsey, that opens up your defense to do a whole lot, a lot of different more. stuff. I can lock down one side of the field. Gordon is not as good as he used to. I can put Honey Badger on. And Edelman. it's not like Ramsey is thirty years old or something. He's a young guy. Twenty-four. He's the same age as um a year older than. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna have for a couple of years. years right. You can have your solid defensive corner and your premier quarterback for the right. next three three to five years. You make the move. Uh speaking of Patriots, 30 to 14 over the Jets, still undefeated. Um the Lions, 2-0-1, 27-24 over the Eagles. Uh Eagles need Eagles people, in trouble. They need, yes. They need to get people well. It ain't time to hit the panic button yet. Yes, it is. Is, you got Dallas running away with it now? I only had Dallas winning. I only had Dallas. Only one when, team coming out of NFC yeah, East, and it was Dallas. Dallas. And now you you one and two, and you've lost games in the NFC. Unlike when we get to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's lost two of their three games to NFC teams. So you don't have tiebreakers. You, now you got a loss to Atlanta. That's a tiebreaker. You got a loss to Detroit. That's a tiebreaker. So you start talking about if you wind up eight and eight, nine and seven, a playoff game. Those tiebreakers will go to those teams to those and not teams. to you. So technically, they they one and two, but they might as well be one and three. Yeah. Uh, surprising. Buffalo undefeated. 21-17 Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to get in there next go, week. There you go, Lynn. Uh, you talked about Dallas, 31-6 over Miami. Miami, I think that they might as well go ahead and do a fire sale. They already did. <laughs> no, there ain't no real fire they sale. They need to go on strike. They, they, need, <laughs> they, need, they need to have a one-team strike and bring the replacements in. <laughs> Talking about calling out sick. I call out sick right now if I was a defensive guy. If I was a defensive guy, I'm calling out sick. I can see it. See me on Tuesday. Well, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not coming it. for no walk around on Monday. None of that. None of that. Y'all ain't scored but 12 points in the last three games. They're averaging four points a game. They, they, scored, they didn't score last week. They scored zero. Six. Oh, they did score six. And, and six this week. And they scored no, six this week. They, they lost 31 to they six. They scored 10 the first week. They scored zero. They scored six. So 16 points in three games. So they averaging four points a game, basically. Five. Whatever. I'm not a defensive man. I'm not coming in. I'm not, I'm not coming. I'm not coming in until y'all can text me some plays that'll get one touchdown. We'll see. Uh, 27-16, Green Bay remains undefeated. So, this is why it's so important for the Bears to win this game to stay afloat. Keep pace with everybody Everybody. in the NFC North. Right. Because the Vikings won as well. (laughs) They had the lonely Oakland, so. Right. Uh, Vikings 34-14 over the Raiders. Um, Indy, 27-24 over Atlanta. Um, 16 penalties. I think we've. Everybody start, knows that you, you by can, now. You can start there. That that's that's the one. 
I know somebody's gonna say we always want to hate on uh, Matt Ryan, but you can't you can't you can't give points away. So you got a fourteen point turn turnaround, right? With that with that interception Except in the end zone, in the you know Correct. so that's fourteen points turnaround swing. You lose by three, so that's that's part two, and then part three is not so much the offense because they got the clicking in the second half. Defense couldn't couldn't hold water. Uh, you needed a, you needed sad a, news. Ken O'Neill is going to be gone for the season. Achilles, which a, I didn't understand. Why you flagged the man when you know taking off his helmet and upset? I, at some point, you can't go by the letter of the law. You got to know what's going you on. You got to know the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pick it up. Pick wave it up. It off. Right. Yeah. Wave it off. Wave it off. Like the man's season again is over before it started. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I got. I, if I'm a Falcons fan, I'm worried about two things that all fall on the head coach. Penalties, which is discipline. Yeah, and but to a point though, coaches coach, players play. I get it, but this is all season though. This ain't like one game. <laughs> this is this. It'd be one thing. It'd be one thing. It was one I game. I'd be like, you know much. what I mean? I'd be like, it was one game, and they can get loud in Indy. They can get loud, right? But you a dome team, so that kind of you should be used to that as well. But granted, teams get louder when you on offense, right. maybe at home. But if it was one game, I'd be like, I get it. It is what it is. Maybe you traveled wrong. I don't know. It's but, this, the, but, this it's, is, but this has been a problem all three games. I, I guess the other thing, too, is when the penalties occurred. You yeah. extended drives for them. It was third down. On both sides of the ball. Or you got third right. and one, you got a false start. Now it's about the third and six. Yeah. On both, that's why I'm saying on both sides of the ball. I can't even say it was just defense. And but again, what is the Falcons' identity? I don't know. But if I'm a Falcons fan, I, that's why I'm putting this all on Dan Quinn. I got two out of those three things I just said. One penalties to your quarterback making a hundred million you can't throw can't can't throw interceptions in the end zone right you can throw the interceptions it's when the end yeah when they occur that's the 14 point swing i'm just that's all i gotta say about the game because the second half he was he was he was excellent but 14 point swing there you lose by three so i can go back to that play and then um his the defense which is supposed to be dan quinn hang your hat on well yeah could, he's coaching could, defense this could year. not stop indian in indianapolis they, they, did. they couldn't stop brisket. <laughs> listen, listen, I, I'm just saying at the end of the day, your offense is cooking. I don't But then a, again, though, they had them. certain plays, but again, penalties erased all of those that's plays still, that they still, had on that's defense. Still, that's still on Dan Quinn. That's, that's on Dan Quinn. I know players play, coach, coach, but you got to clean that up. This is week three. This is, and again, to me, if this was just the first week, this is the week three, but this was the game for whatever reason the wheels fell off on the penalties. I would be like, okay, but they the penalties have been an issue all, all season. season for all teams. And whatever you do, don't challenge the pass interference. Just that, let it let it play out. Because that seems like let it play. What out. is it? I want to say like twelve percent of overturn. I don't know. It's something. It, even when the ones that have been pass interference, they kept the play. They kept it. They kept like, the play. Yeah, hold, hold your hold your <laughs> hold your red flags, losing timeouts, right. unless it's unless it's the end of the half. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. Or the end of the game. Right. And it's, well, really, and it's really a 50-50 or, right or whatever. You know, but, but you're not winning those, no. sad to say. Um, Panthers, 38-20 to 20 on the road um, in Arizona. Arizona. Cam is out. Did not play. Is going to be out again this week. No, um, I don't have no problem with that. Allen is the new quarterback. Stepped in. Played well. A good game to come in for a backup against lowly Arizona. Right. Uh, speaking of backups, Daniel Jones got his start, 32-31. Uh, came in, played great. You big dummy is what should be said about Arrington, <laughs> the head coach for, uh, for Tampa Bay. 
You let the you take a you delay take a game d- to go back five, five yards, and then you move over and lose two yards to 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 to, to set them to, up. To set them up. I, you run the ball and run the ball. Right. If you want to set them up to the left. You come up either you spike the ball, and then you, then run, have Winston run over, fall down, or you run the ball. It. Period. Get three or four more yards. I want to be as close as possible. Possible, right? For any kicker, <laughs> for any kicker. And it wasn't like it was a, a long field goal. It was a thirty-four yarder. And you, made I it, think it was an extra. It was basically an extra, extra point. point. And you made the extra point longer. Time out. He kicked it better longer than he did short. Then that dude shouldn't be on the team. <laughs> Nothing. Oh man! I, I thought that was the dumbest coaching of ever until Sunday night. Of, I should say of the week. Of the week. Until, until Sunday fourth night. and nine, and you do a draw play. Uh, Cleveland, of course, lost that game to the um, Rams, twenty to thirteen. I don't. Ha- I mean, I get the I get the draw play didn't fool nobody. I almost didn't have a problem with it because if you missed, I do have. I don't I have know. a problem going for it, but the play call. No, no, I, didn't, I, 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 didn't, I agree. I but no, crazy. But I, I'm, I'm going to say this: compared to what he did at the end of the game with three timeouts and first and goal with 45 well, seconds, that's true. I almost don't even have a problem with the draw play now. <laughs> Because if he four breaks, straight because time? if he breaks one tackle, maybe he gets the first down on the draw. Four play. straight passes. You got three timeouts. You got one of the seconds. best running backs in Chubb. Three timeouts means you got two minutes. You can run, right? Call timeout, set up again. You can run. I mean, if you run first, if you run on first down to get three or four yards. At then least, that, that at opens least it up now to different you chance. make the defense think about right. what you running might again, do. maybe passing. But as soon as you pass the first time, the defense already knows you're, you're gonna, gonna pass, pass the second next, time. You gotta pass the next. And now you third and goal. From the what is it about the eight? No, first he, he didn't complete nothing, so it means first and goal. No, but goal. I'm saying from the t- when you miss on first and second, now you still third and goal from the eight. From wherever you were at, yeah, yeah, you're so, not gonna run it then. No, nah. so shout out to the Saints, 33-27 on Seahawks went up there in Seattle on the Great Northwest. What did I say about uh, Sean, Payton. Sean Payton? I got he had Teddy Bridgewater ready. Bridgewater did not play bad in the loss to the Rams. You could just see that they were off rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah, because so he now, didn't start. Yeah. Now he had a whole week to get to prepared. Start and I can run plays. Saints are the best him. team with a backup that can still make the playoffs. I.e., I don't know because what. Because Bridgewater always said three and three. Mm-hmm. While Breeze is out these six mm-hmm. weeks, they go three and three, they're good. And Actually, that's win one. So you only need two more. And they probably beat Dallas this coming weekend because at home. It's a good chance to put the voodoo on them. Mm-hmm. Um, 49ers undefeated. Can you believe it? Um, yeah, because they ain't played nobody. They ain't played now, nobody. 24-20 over Pittsburgh. I am, surprised, I am surprised with San Fran being 3-0 because two of those wins have come basically on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. They've had to travel, you know what I mean, to Cincy. To, uh, Cincy's not a good team. Yeah, but, but yeah. it's still coming. First, right, no. first game of the season, you don't know what you're going to get first game of the season. Got to come 1 o'clock on the road. The next game, come back out East. On the road, you know what I mean. Then you get Pittsburgh at home, so I am still surprised they're at three and zero. But uh, right, holler at me in two more weeks. In two more weeks, um, and then the uh, Houston Texans twenty seven twenty over the Chargers. That's a good good road win. Good and, road and win. And again, another keeps them uh, abreast ab- of, of the AFC South. South. And again, that's why I say if I'm if I'm Kansas City, I'm looking at who I. You Possibly want, you can match you, up against. You don't want you don't want to get Houston in the one game with Deshaun and, and and the Hopkins the best wide receiver. Anything can and, happen. You know, and I want to be able to have a guy like Honey Badger not have to not have to be on someone. I would I would like have Honey Badger in space in space and 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 shadow Deshaun so he can't come out the uh, come out the backfield and beat me with his legs. 
I can't do that if I don't have someone on the other side. Right. Uh, before we get out of here, thoughts on Antonio Brown real quick. No thoughts. Couldn't happen to a better person. <laughs> Dang. Do that man like that, man. Messing up my initials. <laughs> <laughs> and my last name. <laughs> Only point I'll say, he'd still be the Patriots if he didn't send out those text messages. In a group text. Dummy. Couldn't, couldn't happen to a better person. <laughs> hey, make sure you find DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. DNA Sports Talk on uh, Facebook. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website www.dnasportstalk.com. Back here next Monday on WWE 1100 AM. See you next week. Peace. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so.